listening to XLR Lander Radio. I'm your host. Oh my god, I forgot to turn the thing off. I'm so sorry. I'm your host, Grayson Broom, and he's chewing. <laughs> your co-host, Matthew Constance, who's eating a pack of crackers. Um, Very dry crackers. <laughs> Do you have a drink? No. Do you want some water? Sure. Yeah, okay. Oh, am I going to toss it? Ooh. Nice. That was a lot of noise. It was a lot of, like, off-camera noise. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I posted a picture on our Instagram earlier today about... Everybody can be a strong body. Um, and we wanted to talk about what setbacks and injuries and disabilities that I've seen, like, myself, others, and influencers overcome. Not necessarily just in the gym, but primarily in the gym. Um, and we got a good amount of feedback. So we want to open by reading a few of our, like, listeners do you have any that you want to start with or any that you picked out? Um, I'm going to say one of our friends, AP. Yeah. Um, and not to call her out, but this is something I experienced too, is just fighting the urge to not show up. Yeah. Um, that's something I personally struggle with, a lot of people struggle with that I know. Um, there's plenty of days that I just, like, I, I feel like I've looked at you and been like, no, I am just don't want to go today. <laughs> yeah. Like I just like, man, I am not enjoying life. I just don't want to look at the gym. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think on that note, um, I know we've talked about in a previous episode, the difference between motivation and uh, dedication. Um, And I think it goes back to like Arnold, Arnold had said something about like, you've got to find that purpose, right? You've got to find that drive to go to the gym or not even necessarily go to the gym. But I think that's just a good, a good statement in general. Right. This is Arnold Palmer, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sweet tea lemonade guy. Right, yeah. He's also yeah. like a world champ golfer. No, sweet tea lemonade guy. He is just the sweet tea lemonade guy. Um, but that, that's absolutely true, is fighting the urge to not go. Um, especially whenever you're feeling down. or That leads into mm-hmm. another guy who responded, Brian Pickler, the absolute sweetest man alive. Um, he said, not pushing as hard over the summer, so I had to train extra hard for Strongest Bearcat, which is our, like, powerlifting meet here at Lander. It's, it's yeah, the Lander put on powerlifting meet. That's wonderful. Minus wearing singlets. <laughs> yeah, you, you can actually wear regular shorts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but that's something that I have found in myself as well, is falling into seasons. Like, if you don't follow a strict program, then I, I fall into, like, like I'll I'll train a completely different way for months just because that's how I'm feeling. And then whenever like strongest bearcat or something comes around and I'm not happy with my numbers or not where I used to be or not where I want to be, it's because I found myself lagging behind for so long just just cuz, you know? Yeah. Um and I mean this is something I I've talked to a few people in the gym here lately specifically. I think with it getting close to the end of the year and everyone kind of being over it. Um, sorry to Lander University, but uh, I think we're all ready to go home at <laughs> God, this point, dude. just about I'm to so an extent, ready. or just to, not even necessarily go home, but just be done with the course loads. Um, is the drive to go to the gym and the determination, and like the, like you say, in kind of the seasons or like the academic seasons, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and I think a lot of people, I don't know, and I don't want to make claims or anything, but I think a lot of people see me in the gym so much that they think that I, like, never have the days that I don't want to go to the gym. Right. Um, or times that I just don't go to the gym. Um, this week was my first day in the gym this week. Um, <laughs> just because I haven't felt like going for this, that, and other reasons and all. Um, but a more a more specific statement or a more specific time was uh, this summer um, I had felt bad for a couple weeks and then – didn't go to the gym for those two weeks because I just felt so awful. And then I fell into this kind of like seasonal depression, but it really wasn't seasonal. I was just, I was hating the work. I hated work. I would come home, take a shower, and go to bed. And I didn't go to the gym, including those two weeks, for about a month and a half. Uh, just couldn't, I couldn't find, I just couldn't find it in me. Um, 
and at that point, it, it was a struggle to to think about me not going to the gym because it's such an important part of my life, but yet it still just didn't happen. And then so once I got, once I finally was because it was actually took my uncle, it took Josh being like, yeah. dude, like, like something's not okay. Like we need to talk about this. Like. Like you, you need to find you like he like despite the gym. He was like, dude, like you haven't gone to the gym. Like you just haven't enjoyed life. Like yeah. you just don't enjoy it. Um, and I, you know, like I just didn't. I just didn't want to do anything. And so it took someone kind of like being like, hey man, like I'm not trying to call you out, but like something, something's up. And then at that point, I was like, okay. Like I need to, I need to get back into it. Like I need to get my routine back. And it was, I pushed so hard in the gym and it was, it was even harder getting back into it. Cause I had to refine those times and refine my groove and like not even just groove of work and balance and like with that, but just the groove of like how I lift as a person, mm-hmm. my like form, um, you also can't jump right back into the same numbers and load that you've been doing. No, but I, I definitely tried and <laughs> regretted it. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah. <laughs> I felt quite bad for quite a while after that. I could imagine. Um, shortly after that, though, was when me and Ian started working together, which, shout out Ian, love that man. He's so scary. He's a big teddy bear. No, that man is the largest. Like, he's not as tall and mass. I think we've already talked about this, like, four episodes in a row. It's okay. <laughs> any, any excuse to talk about Ian. He's just, like, as wide as a door. Like, probably wider than most doors. Mm-hmm. Um, But moving away from mental aspects, because that is a huge, huge over, like, part of overcoming yeah. in the gym is just the whole mental aspect, but... We also had a ton of people touch on, like, physical setbacks. Um, okay, yeah, toss it over here. Sorry, we're returning the water. All right. Sorry for the ooh. <laughs> ooh. No more water talk. I know that didn't sound fun. <laughs> mm. um, but we, we had a, a few people also talk about um, <clears throat> physical setbacks and disabilities that not only set you back physically, but also mentally. Um so I wanted to read Bianca's to start with. Okay. She sent me a text that said, I'm going to read it verbatim. Um, my answer to your question on Instagram is, every single moment getting back into lifting after being injured was so physically challenging, but also insanely mentally challenging. I'd walk up to the bar, get down to pick it up, and then panic, and I'll walk backwards. The what-ifs were really hard to get out of. I knew it was my head. Oh, she said healed. <laughs> I knew, okay. Oh, I knew it was healed. <laughs> I, I will say this is a this is a long text, yeah. and I would be messing up, <laughs> as everyone can tell. I um, tend to have trouble speaking every once in a while, on occasion. Just on occasion, it's gotten worse lately. My stutter gotten so much worse lately. I don't know why. You need to take a speech class here. <laughs> <laughs> so funny, so funny. Oh, um, funny guy. Okay, the what ifs were really hard to get out of. I knew it was healed and that I could handle it. My coach would never tell me to do something that she didn't know I could do. I had to trust that, trust myself, and just do it. I knew I wouldn't jump right back to the old numbers, but little by little we took steps, and now I'm back and getting even stronger. I still have a bad, or I still have bad knee days from time to time, but my team is always there to give me support. And that like leads into so much of what we were just talking about: how mm-hmm. physical injuries <clears throat> aren't only physical. Yeah. And even though you go through the PT and you go through the rehab and knowing that it's healed, mm-hmm. there's always like just in the back of your head. Yeah. Same thing for me on bench with my shoulder. Yeah. Like I know it's okay, but I'm so scared of dropping it every single time I unrack. Mm-hmm. You got anything to say about Bianca's? <laughs> um. Yeah, I was just thinking back to like personal experiences. Um. This one isn't necessarily as much as a lifting uh, injury. Like, I've had a few little things here and there, but nothing, like, super major, knock on wood, you know. Um, but the biggest one for me was wrestling, actually. Um, my freshman year, or, well, the first year I wrestled was sophomore year. Um, I actually fractured my clavicle, um, didn't didn't know for, like, two and a half years almost. 
uh, we finally went to the doctor after it was hurting a while, and we got some more X-rays done because the doctor was like, what, like, because I, I, they had thought it was a labrum, they had thought it was a rotator cuff, they thought it was a bone broken. Uh, we went back and got some X-rays, and the doctor came in and he was freaking out. He's like, like, what, what is this? And he was, like, we were like, me and Josh were both there. And we were like, actually, like, we were like, what is going on? He's like, you don't have to be a doctor to see this. I need you guys to look. I need you to look right now. <laughs> And he had showed us the x-ray, the current one, the most recent, and it was actually where there the callus had grown over the bone where it healed from the fracture. Um, they had done tons of x-rays, like uh, like all kind of stuff, dude. No one ever could photograph the fracture on the x-ray. That's crazy. It never showed up. What? Um, but my point in saying that was even today I still kind of I still kind of get worried because um, it just hurt for so long. Yeah. That in it it scares me, but I know it's not like I know I'm fine, you right. know. Like I know I'm going to be fine, and then just some days I come in, it's a little creaky, and I'm like, oh, the old shoulder, she's <laughs> she giving me issues. <laughs> but um, the biggest like in the most relatable thing was getting back into wrestling, and it was that mindset of I don't know if it was different for me because it was it was different from lifting. But man, I was so ready to wrestle again. I, I was, I like. You talk about like going into the athletic trainers. I was there. The first, yeah. I was first one there. Like, I was like, what do I got to do? What am I doing today? You know. And even when you get back on the mat, like the way I wrestled, you could still see me safeguard it though. Yeah. And like mentally, even though it didn't necessarily hurt, as soon as someone got me and like pinned my shoulder in a position that I thought wasn't going to be. Like, it wasn't going to be fun, but it shouldn't have been anything super crazy. I immediately was like, no, get me out of it. Like, you could see the way I wrestled go from like, offensive to defensive. Right. Because it was the mental aspect and, like, the physical, like, the physical, inter- like, the unintentional physical movement of me trying to escape because I was, I was fearful of that re-injury. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's still, like I said, like, just a second ago, it's still there. It's definitely gotten better over the past couple of years, uh, just because I don't wrestle anymore, so I'm not as concerned about putting my shoulder in those outstretched positions like you get in in wrestling. A lot more of my shoulder movement is more inward to the, it's more condensed to my like my body movement, so right. it's not as it's not as uh, what's the word strenuous. I'm not gonna say strenuous, but like exposed. It's not right, as exposed. Right, right. Vulnerable vulnerable right you. i was struggling i was like <laughs> i was like what is this word no i i can like completely relate to that because mm-hmm. my senior year of high school i um had a complete ac separation like the ac joint in my shoulder mm-hmm. and like i trainer all the time trying to get back and then as soon as i got back out on the field I, my play style was completely different mm-hmm. i used to be like one of the hardest hitters, but I'm terrified of my shoulder. Just I still think I could take a hit from you, by the way. Let's go to the field. Please, God, let's go to the field. When and where? Let's go Post, to the next rugby practice. Let's, let's, okay, I'm going to I'm gonna wait till after my meet, because I, I started peak this week, actually. Oh. Yeah, so I don't want to get Sounds hurt. Sounds like you're scared. Well, I, I there's a good chance we're both 300-pound <laughs> men, Grayson. There's a good chance somebody could get hurt. <laughs> I'd prefer not to have that happen pre-meet. I just, I... But like it does, it changes it changes everything about how you play, and especially in a such a shoulder heavy sport like rugby, if you're tackling, you're leading with your shoulder. If you're hitting, you're leading with your shoulder. If you're in a scrum, shoulders, rucks, shoulders. It's like it, it completely changed from a completely dominant style of just aggression to mm-hmm. like you said, more defensive, more worried about if I'm gonna get hurt, and less yeah. worried about like giving everything I've got. More about. I want to be out here next week. Yeah. So it's crazy how something you know is healed. And I still, like, same thing, I feel it still today. Yeah. Which is insane. Mm -hmm. Being a junior in college, that happened my senior year, and I can still feel it all the time. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure anyone who has ever had, not even sport-related injuries, but just injuries in general, like, it it gets better, but it's never the same. Mm Mm-mm. I think this also goes into the idea of fear of injury post 
like fear of getting another injury yeah or even just fear of getting injured as a new lifter or a lifter that hasn't been injured yeah um i hate saying that injuries are going to happen because there's preventative measures that you can take to to prevent um but there is an inherent risk that comes with lifting absolutely um it's the same with i i'm sure rugby is the same way but wrestling was very intense as you could step on the mat, and it very well might be the last time you ever step on a mat again. Yep. And it was known. I've seen dudes leave on stretchers, like escorted out by being like my one of my best friends in high school, and I we still talk. His senior year, I saw him get escorted out on a stretcher mm-hmm. because he thought that he was paralyzed from the neck down. Two weeks ago, um, Allison played her last game of college rugby. Yeah, because she got her hip. Her like femur had separated from her hip, mm-hmm. and they had to take her. They had to bring an ambulance onto the field. Yeah, put a sheet underneath her and lift her onto the gurney to take her out. It's there is that in like insane risk behind it. Um, but also on the note of there being a risk, I think it goes back to the idea that everything you do in life has a risk, and you as a person need to va- like it's. It, there's no set answer. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it goes back into the economic opportunity cost. You know, a little teacher moment Uh-oh. right here. Okay. Using that major. Yeah, I got to use it for something. <laughs> I'm paying this much money for it. Might as well get yeah. some use out of it <laughs> while I'm here. Um, <clears throat> but it goes into that idea of what you're, what you're willing to do or what you're willing to receive for the sacrifices that are possible. Risk to reward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, just... And I think as a as a lifter that's never been injured or a person that's never been injured, you you don't have to consider yourself a lifter to go to the gym. Absolutely, um, it's it's a personal choice. You see, I will say there is inherently more danger with us using free weights than there is if we just did machines Absolutely. all the time. But to me, the reward for using free weights is far greater with strength benefits, strength gains personal enjoyment, mm-hmm. um, my actual want to compete as a power lifter. <laughs> yeah. It's more beneficial to me to use free weights than it is to use solely machines. Yeah. And I don't think that your fear of getting injured should limit you. I think it should be a concern you have or a factor. I won't say a concern, but a f- something you factor in to how you structure your gym, your gym time, and just your lifestyle. Absolutely, that's a yeah. Something about the the free weights versus machines is like stabilizing muscles. You, <laughs> sorry, what? My chair got caught and I was very bothered. <laughs> that was a look of like true fear. No, there wasn't fear, but I was like, oh man, the viewers are about to oh just absolutely God. hear me just. That was so Make funny. Ungodly noises. God, I wish we had a like video of this. Oh man, I feel like I'm the one that does more physical. Absolutely. Acting. You just sit there and you're just, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm trying cool. not to, to break my chair on the table. <laughs> I don't need the attitude. Um, speaking of, you know what I wore today? Tank top. I wore Crocs. I've got my camo Crocs in the I, studio. I want you to know I saw the Snapchat you posted of that, and I took everything in my being mm-hmm. not to make a comment. Yeah. Also, though... Um, Should we talk about what happened at Me Pueblo? I don't think we can talk about that. <laughs> I, I feel like that's really against guidelines. I, 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 if anyone personally wants to know the story of what happened with my trash talking of Crocs... You can DM me. You can find oh me in person God. on campus or at the gym. The more majority of the time, we are we. I I just don't think this is a good on air conversation. Fair it's enough. very funny. It's really comical, a hundred percent. And yeah. it's I will, I enjoy telling the story actually because I think it's funny. It was hilarious. Um, <laughs> um, just uh, on site means on site. We'll leave it at that. It was on site. It was on site. <laughs> Okay, um, moving on to our next comment. Um, this one comes, I don't know if she wants to be called out, but we're going to call her out. Okay. Um, this one comes from Lillian Strawn, uh, and she says, my biggest gym setback is that if I miss one day, I will miss a whole week, and there is no correcting it. it that was a 
weird noise. I'm I just, I'm, I'm, up. yeah, I'm really sorry to all the viewers. Golly. I just, I am physically just in the mood. Like, I don't know why. I just, I just want to move. <laughs> just really, I, we, we need to, I need to buy some fidget toys to have in here yeah. with me because I think that would genuinely help. That might be nice. Um, I, I really should actually look into that. Yeah. I, I think I think that's something LXR Lander Radio should invest in. LXR. LXR Lander Radio. XLR. Oops. <laughs> XLR Lander Radio, if you're listening, I think you should invest in some fidget toys for the uh, groups of podcast connoisseurs. Groups of podcasts. So their favorite podcast professionals can have something to fidget with so they don't make weird noises on air. You sound like the announcer at like Lander Sporting Events. Um, Thank you, Bianca. <laughs> I appreciate your dedication to LXR Lander Radio. It's XLR. <laughs> XLR. I really am. The are logo you... is right there. You're what looking at What am I saying? It. You're saying LXR. It's XLR. You're looking at the logo. <laughs> There's a giant X. <laughs> I'll be right. You can continue the conversation. Oh, wait. By no. myself? Just say something for a minute. I'm walking over to the desk right there. Okay. <laughs> All of the mics are on. I'm so sorry that this is taking a turn, um, but I think that Matt has found a fidget toy. So hopefully this will calm down in a second. There is a fidget toy on the desk. It's a stress ball. I can already hear it. <laughs> Would you prefer me rolling around in a chair and hitting the desk or the sound of a fidget ball? I'll take the stress ball. That's what I thought. Okay. Beggars can't be choosers, dog. I, they cannot. Um, anyway, back to Lillian's comment. Very sorry. Didn't mean <laughs> to interrupt everyone like that. You're interrupting Lily now. Intrusive um, thoughts won. Yeah, they did. They always win. We make it like halfway through the show. We're getting on track right and now. And then we go bonkers. No, we're getting on track right now. Yeah, right you now. take Fischl? Yeah, I take Fischl. <laughs> not, not really. Back to Lillian's you comment. You don't take Fischl, actually? I, they're too big. It's just good for joint They're health. too big. I, t- what are they're you? too big. They're not They're too big. big. They're like squishy, though. Oh, they're too big. Okay. <laughs> they're too big. They're, the Fischl's just too big. Okay, fair enough. I can't handle something that big. Oh, okay. <laughs> what do you think about Lily's comment? <laughs> what do you think about it? <clears throat> Her biggest gym setback, not going. I got I got to lay physical contact on my eyes to this comment. Lay physical contact on my eyes. <laughs> I don't need this verbal abuse right now. <laughs> Dog, I can't handle it. I'm trying. I'm trying, handle man. It. Okay. Oh my god! Okay. I did not come equipped for this today. We haven't seen each other in a couple of days, just we so the viewers not. know. We- so my my antsiness to absolutely just ruin Gray's day in the best way yeah. possible. That is, I feel like that sounded really bad. No. I'm not trying to ruin his day, but I'm just trying to bother this man to the point that he just gets irritated at me and makes me leave him alone. Um, oh my god, you can do that as soon as the show's over. Is unbelievable. Okay. Oh my god. I, I need to reread this question. Oh, God. <laughs> Read it aloud. Read it aloud. My biggest gem setback is that if I miss one day, I miss a whole week, and there's no correcting it. Okay. What you got to say about it? Uh, I think this goes back to something we've talked about on a previous episode. I think it was one of our first ones that we had mentioned, was the fact of... we. I think we had said something about this along the lines when we were talking about diets... Right. Um, if you have a bad day, don't let that affect the rest of your, your week or your month or whatever. You periodize your life in or the times, frames, or whatever you prefer. <clears throat> um, it's okay. Everyone has bad days. Everyone has days they don't go to the gym. I, I go to the gym regularly, and there's days that I skip, but I don't let that affect the rest of my week. I you have to have the mentality that it's just a day, mm-hmm. and then the next day is a chance to improve yeah. or get better. Um, every day is a chance to 
do something better or be better than you were the last day. Absolutely. Um, and I think that's very important to think about in the gym and just in life in general. Um, especially, especially when there's, especially as a college student, I think you have so many stressful things in life. Uh, and just as a, as a person in general, not even college, you have a lot of stress in your day to day life. Um, there's going to be bad days. Yeah. There's just no way around that. So you need to understand that those days happen, but you can't let it affect the rest of your time. It's one, what's the saying? It's like one, one bad minute. Don't let one bad minute affect the rest. Like 20, 23 and 59. <laughs> you know what? You're just saying numbers. Bro, I was trying to make a, it's a say, but I'm pretty, I'm like, I'm like 71.23% sure. Right. More numbers. That there's a comment. There's a, that's a, that's a false that's statement. A there's saying. a, there's a saying right. about like just you don't let one bad moment affect the rest of your day. Right. It, but there's there's actually it's not just that. Like there's actually hey, I, I know what you're talking about. I couldn't tell you what it is, but Well then don't make fun of me. It was just very funny to hear you, you say big baby doo doo head. Um that's like a, also I think about don't let there be a magic day. Like you don't have to set like if you missed Monday, then you don't you have to wait until next Monday to mm-hmm. start. Or like if you're gonna start like a new diet or whatever you want to call it yeah. you have to wait until that special day just mm-hmm. just start it just like just start today yeah. <laughs> even at like even if you don't absolutely kill it today yeah. at least you started little changes yeah baby steps exactly even this is something um people i i i'm a real i feel like you've heard me say it a lot that was the ball <laughs> <laughs> I, that was the ball <laughs> That was such a weird noise. That was <laughs> not oh you God, laughing. Um, that I like to say a lot is a comment that you doing something is better than the majority. You doing anything is better than the majority of the people. Mm-hmm. Right. Because a lot of people aren't willing to start whatever you're doing. So by you doing even the most minuscule task in the thing you're doing, like the 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 issue or the topic you are involved in is better than the majority of people that choose to do nothing. Absolutely. Rome wasn't, it goes, just they're saying Rome wasn't built in a day. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, you got a saying down. That's pretty good. I, I mean, I do say that one pretty frequently. <laughs> do I not? No. I mean, yes, yes. Sorry. I didn't mean, I, <laughs> yes, you do. You do say that. I feel, you do. I'm sorry. That was my fault. It was a complete slip. Um, I feel like I do say that a lot, though. You do. I'm a very big, like, when people talk about the gym, I always make comments about that. Yeah. I'm hurt now. It's a good, it's a, I didn't mean it. I'm sorry. It slipped. Guys, I think I was this is the... going to be my last episode. Oh, shut podcast. up. <laughs> I don't think he wants me here anymore. All right. Well, Bianca's going to have three shows then. Jeez. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Bianca's a woman with many hats. We had a conversation Dude. about that today. Oh, my God. She owns the hat store. Are you kidding she, me? She she's the hat sales saleswoman. My God, she is the repre- She is the CEO of the hat company. Every time I talk to her, I learn something completely new. She's an amazing woman. She, yeah, I lived Impressive. in LA. What do you mean? You she went lived to school in, in Hawaii. LA. Yeah, she lived in Hawaii for a little bit. What? What are you talking about? True crime detective. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Never know. Okay. Bianca's just a wealth of information. and <laughs> Bianca just texted me and said, all right, let's go. I'm ready. <laughs> Matt's off. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> the, she just texts, the CEO of the hat company in all caps. <laughs> She's the president and founder, my bad. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, do you want to read? We want to read Justice as well? Yes. Okay. Justice is also kind of long. Uh, Jess Grillo says, I read this thing once that was really long, but basically the gist was sometimes the anticipation is worse than actually doing the task at hand. And when I feel a mental barrier of like, yeah, I do not want to go to the gym today. I remember that. I remember that because once I get to the gym, I feel great. Sometimes I dread going just because I don't want to go. And that's absolutely true. Getting there is like 90% of the work. Oh yeah. No, (laughs) for sure. And that's a lot of the times, like, when I when I was talking about, like, not wanting to go to the gym. Mm-hmm. Um, 
once I get there, I'm generally okay. Yeah. Unless I'm just having a really bad day, like outside stuff going on and just having a bad day. Once I'm in the gym, my my mood changes. Oh, it it's, shoots up. Because although I like going to the gym and it's something I do as a hobby, like lifting, that's I like, and I, I genuinely, truly mean like I want to make lifting my profession one day. Mm-hmm. It is my, it's my place. You know, everyone has their place that they can go to. Yeah. I feel like the gym is my place. I can be who I want to be. I am my truest self when I'm at the gym. Like, that's, I think that's, it's not the entirety of my personality, but a large part of me being social and, like, because I, I feel like you'd agree with this. You, like, I, I'm very, very jovial, I would say, sometimes. In a, in a, <laughs> like, I don't know how to explain my... No, that is absolutely true. Um, and you see, like, when you see me in the gym, like, the way I joke and how much I joke, that's, that's me. And that's, like, I feel like I'm not judged in that space. Absolutely. And so... When I get there, all the issues that I had been dealing with for throughout the day or throughout the past couple of days, Gone. it it doesn't affect me because this mm-hmm. is the place that I go to that I feel like I'm safe. I feel like I'm I'm with my friends. I'm not being judged for anything I can't control. Like I'm only judged on who I am as a person. Absolutely. Um, and that's that's a big part of the gym for me. In that that like once I get there I'm I'm there like I have achieved like I've arrived we're we're selling smooth selling from that point you know absolutely I definitely definitely agree uh, just getting especially here mm-hmm. like especially here I'll be having the worst day ever I'll be mad with my headphones on and I walk in and whoever is working the front desk immediately just seeing them and I like. What are you hitting today, man? I, it just completely switches my mood around. Gets me ready to lift and just happy. Um, Bianca also sent some entries from people back from her home gym. Do you want to go over those as well? We can, yeah. Right, um, we we read them off for we we can. I don't know where you found those at, honestly. She just texted them. To oh, me. okay. Yeah. Then yeah. <laughs> Sorry. All right, word. I'll read this one from... That's a name, man. Summer Beshwar. I don't... I'm sorry. I definitely... I feel like you just butchered that. It's definitely Summer, but... And then... Beshwar. My struggle was keeping my heels down at first. Wanted to try and work through sumo on deads, but realizing conventional is your best option until there's time to play around with it. That's... Two very good ones. Keeping your heels down, ankle mobility and stuff like that is something that's extremely common, but it's like so hard to fix. Me and Bianca had a conversation about this a couple of days ago because we were talking about the shoes we lift in at the right. gym. Um, <clears throat> unpopular, popular, I don't know. Unpopular, popular opinion, I don't really care if it is or not. Coaches that make lifters use heels to not address ankle mobility or other hip mobility issues is a easy cop-out and is not a sign of a good coach. I would agree. Because that's something with me and Ian, that when I first started working with him, I had heels, and he would always be like, why do you why do you have heels on? Why? And so when we did my prep for my first meet, he's like, run the first meet in heels, and we'll let you do that since that's what you've been used to. I don't want to switch you up at this point. Right. But he's like, as soon as we start – as soon as you get done with this meet, we're going to switch over. Yeah. Because he's like, there's no point. Like, there, you you don't have any mobility. Like, he's like, I don't understand why you did, like, why that was, like, something you've done right. up to this point. You don't need it. What was your reasoning? My coach in high school said I had poor ankle mobility, and you guess what he did? Slapped a Touch pair of lifting heels. heels on me and called it a day. It's just easier than fixing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I think that while there are benefits to using heels, I think it's always good. I, and this is something I've tried to work on lately. I think equipment is good and, the, like, the gear you use is good. But I think there's a certain point as a lifter that you shouldn't rely on it. Like, you should be able to go to a gym to a certain extent, I think. There's a certain extent that, like, you know, you kind of want it to, like, the, your equipment. But there's... You should be able to go to a gym 
and do a basic day of lifting and not have to have your equipment with you. Yeah. Like, you should be able to walk into the gym and, like, have a good workout without having your stuff. Absolutely. What do you think about um, wanting to try and work through sumo on deads but realizing conventional is your best option until there's time to play around with it? What What is your, like, you, you deadlift conventional. Yeah, I, I do solely well. deadlift conventional. Yeah, I do as well. Um, why, what's your reasoning for only conventional? Just body mechanics? Lazy. 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 No, no, like, like I've literally had conversations with people. I'm too lazy to bother learning sumo. It is so much more difficult to truly learn the mechanisms of sumo than it is conventional, and people that say sumo is cheating have never really tried sumo, and if mm-hmm. they do try it, I guarantee their sumo looks like absolute garbage deep down. Absolutely. Like, I, if you compared it to people that can actually pull sumo, it looks like trash. I 100% feel that is true. Oh, yeah. Um, and this is coming from a person that solely lifts conventional. Sumo I, is hard. Like, people that say sumo is cheating, that's not true. It's just not true. It's, you're wrong. You're just wrong. <laughs> Same thing with the bench arch, bro. Have you seen so many people on TikTok getting mad about having an arch in mm-hmm. your bench? Tough. <laughs> I mean, that's my, like, people are like, would you count this as a bench press? And I'm like, yeah. If, if their butt <laughs> yes. doesn't come off the, if they meet the specifications required by their federation, it is, cont- like, it is, it is technically a good lift. Yep. And be honest with you, if I could arch like that, bro, in a you better bet, you, There'd be no way I wouldn't be arching like that. Absolutely. I'd be, I'd be like, two inches, getting four oh five for I reps. Wish. No, like, I just can't. Like, I don't have the mobility in my back to do that. Yeah, I also you got to use everything to your advantage, especially whenever you're in a sport that is only how high can you go? Mm-hmm. What's your biggest number? Of course, you're going to do everything in your power to get the biggest number. Oh man. All right, I have another one from Bianca's gym. Okay. This one is much easier. Marina Andrew. <laughs> um, she says, I got an infection after surgery and couldn't eat and lost many pounds of muscle. I went from being able to leg press over twice my weight to barely pushing 90 pounds. I lost my stamina too. That is like an insane thing to come back from because yeah. not only are you like set back physically, but your will to get back into the gym knowing that you are at half mm-hmm. or below half is like it hurts it hurts heartbreaking. emotionally um but that's it also goes back to comparing yourself to your like only comparing yourself to yourself and, and then it goes even farther into that is compare yourself with yourself like the the one you are currently today mm-hmm. you know like and, I, and like that sounds kind of weird and like, like trippy and if you if you think <laughs> about it so like, in the moment, you might do or act a certain way, mm-hmm. and then after that moment you reflect on it, and then as a person you make a judgment as yourself about your actions, and that is a constant occurrence at yeah. least for I feel like the majority of people. It's just how you grow. Yeah. I mean, I know I do it, and so it's mm, it's very. That was from Marina Andrew, who goes here. I thought it was. I did too. I didn't want to say anything yeah, because so I didn't want to be wrong. Yeah, but I assumed. Yeah, we're very sorry. Sorry, Marina. You can. I, I didn't want to. We'll, we'll go. Right we'll go to wrong. your combat. Your 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 self your defense. self defense class. And you can throw us around right, after that for, you know, punishment. Yeah. You can just we, absolute we suplex it. us <laughs> at the same time, of course, you know. Yeah, light work. 600-pound suplex. It'd be kind of impressive. Only if I get to be a little spoon to you, and then she can suplex us both. Am I a little spoon, or are you big spoon? Is it well? That's what I'm little spoon. You're, you're holding my waist. Why do, I have, to, why do I have to be big spoon, bro? Because I, like, why can't I be little spoon? <laughs> Is it because I'm a big dude? You think I have to be? I'm have a big. We are the same size. We are. <laughs> so then, why do I have to be big spoon? Is it because I'm a big dude? We can play rock paper scissors right now. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Rock, rock paper. paper Wait, no. You're awful at this. Rock, rock paper, paper scissors shoot. Rock paper scissors shoot. Oh yeah. Man. Matt gets to be little spoon. First round, scissor, scissor. Second round, I won with paper, and he chose 
rock. I, I did. Stupid. Wrong decision. <laughs> um, <clears throat> okay. Moving on to yes. Coach Aaron. Coach Aaron. Coach Aaron. Coach Aaron says, it's been frustrating, but I've adapted to this long-term injury by turning the joy of my lifting community with coaching, passing coaching tests, and scheduling ref tests, hosting meets, anything not or anything to keep involved but not actually lifting does bring me down still. So this is this is I can't relate to this in the injury status or the injury standpoint of it, mm-hmm. but I do understand where she's coming from from getting joy out of giving back yeah. to the community. Because I and you can too, technically, because yeah. we both have been to meets and we've spotted and loaded. But there's something about, like, even if you have an injury or can't compete and you get to help lifters that are able to compete, there's a certain joy in it because you understand. And I think we had mentioned, me and you had talked about this privately. <clears throat> um, and, like, I had talked to you about, like, how I thought the meet was really cool because I get to see the meet from a standpoint of, a loader that's getting to see these people up close and see the passion and the drive that they're showing out on the platform. And I, as a lifter and a power lifter that's done meets, get to understand the work that they put in to get on the platform. Right. The, the hours behind the curtains, you know, coming to the gym the days they don't want to having rough days, have injury setbacks. And it is such a, amazing feeling to see how the community is as a whole and to see people have that drive outside of you it's very surreal mm-hmm. in a sense because you're like you think you're the person you like i'm the pinnacle in a sense like not not necessarily <laughs> but there's a certain sense of like at least to me that i'm like i feel like i'm working the hardest i can yeah and then i see someone else that feels like they're working the hardest they can and you come together and you like you know it's a very, very cool feeling because you just everyone there is giving their heart and soul to something. Yeah, you know, it's an understanding that you have with people in the gym that you like no one else will understand. Mm-hmm. I think the same thing can be said about sports as well, but like, and like, just giving your physical best to every day, in and out, and seeing someone else right beside you doing the exact same thing you could like, I see people in the gym that I never speak to, Mm -hmm. but I see them in there every single day. Every time I'm in there, I see them. We, we have like, it's such a goofy word, but like camaraderie. Yeah. Like there is just like this understanding and like this appreciation. There's a a non-spoken understanding. Yeah. I could, I never have to talk to you, but Mm -hmm. we know that we respect each other on that level. Well, I have to. Wow. We live together and have a show together. My bad. And we're best friends. Are we? We already said it on yeah. that. What 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 show was that? Which soy show? milk. Soy milk. I can't remember if it was soy milk or no, because I did Sarah alone. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't been on Thomas's uh, his personal. Yeah, I've been on Bianca Thomas and Joel's podcast. God. So Joel. we we me and you have been on soy milk. Yeah, I've I have not Sir. been on Surd. Yeah. Go check both of those podcasts out too. They're amazing. So much fun. They're both on Spotify. Spotify. Can we please? I gotta. I gotta reel it back real quick. Just not to expose you, but definitely to expose you. You do say a lot of words funny. The most atrocious one I've ever heard you say is asphalt. I said asphalt real aggressive that day. Asphalt. It's asphalt. I said asphalt. You said asphalt. I don't know why. I'm telling you, dude. I I don't know what's been going on lately. Just. <laughs> The quality of speech, like, right. I've been slurring words, like, stuff is coming out, like, I've been stuttering a lot lately. That's a symptom of gear. <laughs> I wish. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Speaking of, someone on TikTok followed me today. Their account the name, Goblin? Their account name is Gear Steroid Center. <laughs> Not the gear steroids. Bro, center. I swear. I know that you guys can't see this. I'm so sorry. But please look at this picture. That, <laughs> that is the man who followed me. This guy has like... What a beefy boy. He looks awful. 
Like, that is the biggest person I've ever seen. On the note of exposing me, though, I want this to be known to the public because it's already known between public workers now, or Publix <laughs> workers. Um, Publix workers? Like, Publix the store? Yeah, okay. me and Lily went to Publix to get some pub subs. Okay. Oh, pub subs. I wanted a pub sub real bad, Gray. Pub subs be hitting. What'd I do for a pub and sub? I'm a pretty basic man. I get the same kind of sandwich. I like onions, pickles, and spinach. That's a good one. I asked for onions, pickles, and spunions. Spunions. I, I think it was actually spinions. Oh, spinions. Um, and I realized, and I was like, oh, I was like, I messed up. I want spinach and onions. Mm-hmm. And the woman chuckled that was making my sandwich. Uh-huh. The man next to her saw an opportunity. He saw my moment of weakness. No. He saw that moment and took it for all it was worth. He's like, yeah, what you know about spunions? Oh, and then as soon as he down. said it, the girl making the sandwich was like, yeah, what are spunions? Oh, no. And then there was another degraded. woman that was working behind them, working the like the the cafeteria line, technically, or yeah, with the yeah. hot bar, the heart hot bar, bar, hot bar. Um, and she started ragging me. I had three no. Publix workers laying into me That's about brutal. me mispronouncing spinions. <laughs> Dude. Dude, that's heartbreaking. I just stood there and I was like, I am being bullied by Publix workers yeah. right now. They said, oh, big man can't speak. <laughs> they really did. And then they were like, yeah, because it was the, they were talking about the woman behind all of them. And you're like, yeah, because they were like, Lily looked at me. He's like, you've started a Publix inside joke now. <laughs> and the the dude that had originally made a comment said, yeah, once once uh, this lady gets it in her head about it, it's an inside joke for all of us now. No. So now I'm absolutely terrified of the fact that I'm going to go back to Publix to get a pub sub. Dog, next time I go, I'm asking for Spunions. I doubt they'll know. <laughs> that would be so. If they did, I would cry. Dude. If you if you walked in and you were like, yeah, man, I got some Spunions. <laughs> I'm just going to run in and go, I live with the Spunion guy. I live with the Spunion guy. I'd cry. <laughs> I would cry. I would cry, Grayson. I don't cry a lot and like for random stuff. Like, it's got to be pretty deep. Oh, I'd cry. There's no way. I would either cry or hide in my room for the rest of the day. <laughs> you would not see me walk out of my room. Unless oh, it was to get, like, food or water. Yep. I'd be done. I'd leave. I have I have a very very similar story of me and Aubrey going to cookout mm-hmm. and um, you getting your your burger but with the bur- no burger oh no burger. Oh my god, dude! They gave me I asked for a big double burger and they gave me a just bun, just bun, just two buns, bun, tomato and lettuce. Because that was I, the two oh. things you didn't ask. Yes. You were like, I don't want tomato or lettuce on my burger. And they gave me tomato, lettuce, and no burger. Bun. <laughs> tomato, lettuce, bun. No, but me and Aubrey were in the drive-thru, and um, I was ordering a burger, but all I didn't want on it was onion. I still wanted lettuce, tomato, but I was doing that thing, you know, whenever you're in the car with a girl, and or it doesn't have to be your girl, but a person, and you're asking them what they want, so you're turning back and forth very quickly. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. She said something to me. She was telling me what she wanted, and the woman said, what didn't you want on it? And I turned back around, and for... Whatever reason, I said, yeah, and no onion. And it came out exactly <laughs> like that. No onion. Yeah, no onion. <laughs> Aubrey still makes fun of me for it. Anytime we talk about onions, you go, oh, you don't want no onion. And it's brutal. Did you get some Chobani with that? Shut up. Um, moving on. You got, you drink Chobani? Of course I do. <laughs> Got to know what Chobani is all about. Chobani is delicious. I had I had Chobani uh, flip this morning for breakfast. Ooh, yeah, a little cookies and. Cookies. No, I like the Chobani bottles. Oh, fair, fair, fair. They have some nice weight and heft to them. They do. <laughs> okay. Really feel <laughs> full and. S- um, I feel full so, after I have some Chobani in a bottle. Yeah, I mean, it's great that they make Greek yogurt drinkable now. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Save some time. Um, what is your uh oh. There's a guy on TikTok speaking of. We've talked a lot about injury, and mm-hmm. we've talked a lot about um, mental setbacks, but mm-hmm. I also wanted to touch on, like, not disability. I don't know. Disability isn't the right word for it anymore. I think it's differently abled, but differently abled people who are, like, there's a guy I follow on TikTok who is a, he does a lot of Olympic lifting, mm-hmm. um, and he has cerebral palsy. Mm-hmm. 
and like people overcoming stuff like that mm-hmm. to do workouts yeah. is insane to me. It is no, so it's, cool. It's very cool to see it. And I mean, if you've ever watched the Paralympics or yeah, um, the paralegic like powerlifting meets, it's it's very inspiring to to me at least because I see I see all these people doing what they love. Yeah. And it's and it goes back to lifting in general. It's just it's awesome to see people doing what they love and not letting things stop them from that. I do think that we are over. I didn't even look. We are we have 9 minutes left on our recording, which means that we are over. Sorry. Um very sorry. All right, real quick. Last song. What have you been working out to this week? I gotta find it. You do yours. I okay. gotta scroll through my my workout playlist. I can't think of it off okay. the top of my head. But, um, so I've been listening to very emo, uh, Beartooth. I've been listening to Devastation by Beartooth. Hilarious. I haven't listened to Beartooth since middle school. I was listening to Rainbow Colors by Three Six Mafia. Three Six Mafia. I listen to I listen to like you got to understand. I listen to nineties gangster rap. Yeah, that's fair. All the time. That is fair. I'll just be in the car. Three six mafia wallops. <laughs> it's very comical. Yeah. I'm a very large white man, and yeah. just roll up, just blasting, <laughs> just music exceptionally loud all oh the time. God. And just people look at me and they're like, <laughs> "Who are, are you? you? <laughs> Who are you?" And I'm like, "Oh my god!" Threaten them. I look out the window and just really aggressively <laughs> raise my fist and just don't look at me. Oh my god. All right, well, we are going to end it there, strictly for time's sake. Um, But (laughs) thank you guys for listening. Uh, Keep checking out our Instagram. We'll keep posting it everywhere we can. Soon we'll have a link tree so you can check out our Instagram podcast and everything from, like, the podcast Instagram and our personal Instagrams. Um, He he just kicked his ball across the room. Thank God we're ending. Um, (laughs) uh, But today we are going to be sending you out on Doja Cat, Kiss Me More, featuring SZA. God, I love that woman. Doja is amazing.